but I don't like spam. Steve Vines, good morning to you. We're so good about it. Right, we're off. Yeah. Are we walking Yeah, up? we are. We're yeah. Off. We're done. We will come back to spam, incidentally. We will come we back will. to spam. We will come back to spam. We will come back to spam. That's a pledge to listener. No, we're out of here. We're going to leave, but we've just discovered that the people listening are really on our side this morning. Yeah. So just to get them, we're going to yeah. split. Right. Um, I'm going to disentangle that as best I can. Not easy. <sighs> It, it you, isn't easy. I, I tell you, <laughs> listener, coming into this studio is not easy. I'm just saying. Yeah, anyway. I played Godo once. Sure, just... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him. Um, where were we? Yes. Ah, oh, here we are. Good morning. Um, oh, yeah. Good morning. Sure. Steve Vines. Good to see you. <laughs> Shall we reel back a bit? Go on, then. So, here's, a, here's, here's an odd situation. For once, the pro-government camp, or the establishment camp, as sometimes they're known, although they don't seem to like the establishment these days, the pro-government camp finally managed to get public opinion on their side. Due to the antics of the two, I'd have to say, misguided puts it mildly, young Spiration, um, LegCo members, or are they LegCo members? We still don't know. Misguided in what way? I don't want to be pedantic about think, it. I just think as a tactic. Yeah, it could have been know, clever. There's so much going on in Hong Kong. It could have been To smart. make a big issue about the swearing in, I think was just Well, they asked, them to, they asked her to swear in, and she certainly did. Yes, well, that was, I think, the problem. Oh, gosh. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, I think most people in Hong Kong thought, oh, this is out of order. We're really annoyed with you. And so the pro-government camp got really excited. They go, hey, 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 come over here. Have you heard this? The majority of the public seem to be on our side about something. That's really great. So they had this fantastic opportunity to capitalise on the unpopularity of what these two legislators did. And then they decided, I tell you what, let's blow it. Let's blow it. <laughs> let's use a really big hammer. So you have this extraordinary, and, you know, sometimes words are overused, but I think extraordinary is an apt word for what happened. Then you have this situation where the chief executive, no less, in the middle of the night, I'm not exaggerating, in the middle of the night, sends his minions dashing off to the High Court to try and get an injunction... Was it open in the middle of the night? Well, it, it can, if you're the chief executive. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, you, 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 you can get late injunction. I'd like an injunction, uh, uh, please. Uh, folks can get it, assuming, assuming they got their money. And his able-bodied assistant, Mr Rimsky-Korsakoff, Yoon, um, they go dashing off in the middle of the night to get an injunction to stop these two being able to retake their oaths, which was due to happen on Wednesday. And then to launch, and this is just extraordinary, to launch a judicial review of the decision made by the president of LegCo. So we've got to reel back just another couple of steps here. Or before breakfast. What is day? the point of a re judicial review? <laughs> On the whole, they are supposed to be, they, they were brought into being, the founding fathers of judicial reviews brought them into being to stop government abuse. They're usually used to um, question a government decision by worried citizens who thinks that the administration has gone too far in doing something. Mm. The idea that the government itself should use a judicial review to question the decision of the president of LegCo. I mean, can you imagine? He's only been in the job five minutes, if indeed he has. Well, there is that too. We may, we may even come back to <laughs> not that. Not to say. But, so, he might not want let, to. Let, let, let's be really clear about this. Can you imagine, say, um, the May administration in Britain going to the High Court in London saying the Speaker of the House has upset me. I want a judicial review of what he's done. You can't imagine it because it's too effing daft. <laughs> it will not happen. But here it happens. 
So the, the, the court, in its wisdom, said, well, you know, we can't really stop you having a judicial review, but we can stop you imposing an injunction to stop these two retaking their oaths. So far, so chaotic. Real forward to a few hours later, because remember, we're in the middle of the night by now. Literally, that decision, I think, came down at midnight. And the serried ranks of the pro-government camp thought, oh, tell you what, we've got to also show the bosses up north that we're doing our best to thwart these people. We're going to walk out. We're going to do, oh, that's right, a filibuster. That was the thing that they've been telling us for months, if not the last couple of years, were absolutely disastrous for LegCo. They thought, I tell you what, we'll do that as well. We'll have a filibuster, and therefore they won't be able to take their oaths. Now, where are we with all this? I you mean, tell me, I'm just listening. I, I, I'm all I, I think all, everybody is bewildered. Let's assume, for example, that when the... And incidentally, it won't be speedy, because judicial reviews do take a couple of minutes or, 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 or more. Mm-hmm. When, on the 3rd of November, the judicial review begins, and maybe it lasts for however long it lasts, it could, it could be months. It could easily be months, because a judicial... Well, what happens back at the Batcave, then? Well, okay. very interesting question. Suppose, in the meantime, that they've stopped... that the pro-government people have stopped their filibuster, which uh, apparently costs absolutely squillions in terms of span, spam cans according to a retired legislator, i.e. booted out by the electorate. Suppose they do that, and these two retake their oath, mm. and they just take their oath. That means that no messing around, they take their oath, they're sworn in as members of LegCo. And then the judicial review concludes that the original decision of Andrew Leung, the president of LegCo, to allow them to retake their oath mm. was not based in law. That means that all the proceedings of the council after that decision was sent down, are open to challenge. So the government itself has gone to court to try and do two things. One is to to overturn the results of the election. Right. Because they don't like to the people who were elected. So they thought, I tell you what, the electorate is wrong, we'll go to court, we'll try and overturn it. Number two, to actually overturn the entire activities of the Legislative Council, put them open to challenge, which they will be, if there are people participating in decisions who are unlawfully there. Right. I know this is a bit complicated, but mm-hmm. hey, it's, it's clear as spam. I've got coffee, it's great. You've got coffee, I haven't, but I'm not complaining. But say it goes the other way, i.e. that, that the, judicial, the judicial review concludes that the president of LegCo was perfectly within his powers right. to make the entirely reasonable um, ruling that that a rule that that a oath taken wrongly f- the first time can be repeated, and the court may well cite the fact that in fact there were he had ruled that five oaths were taken wrongly, and two were repeated yesterday. The third one wasn't repeated because the pro-government legislators walked out. So somebody may say, "Well, I tell you what." If these two can't retake the oath, how come the others were allowed to? And how that come may well be that may well be stated as as a as a case? How come the judicial review that the government sought didn't cover the entire decision? Am I making this up? Or, of did, the council? or did Wong Yuk Man do two last time? There, there's quite a lot of precedent right, okay. for yeah, this. Gotcha. There's quite a lot of precedent for this. I mean, sometimes it's to do with just a mistake. I mean, for example, Obama 
in his inauguration, if you remember, had to had to retake the oath because when he did it in public, he stumbled over something or other, and the chief justice said, "I tell you what." Come on, I mean, there are, there are less pressure jobs in the world than that. Tell you what, Barack, I'd do that again if I were you. Right, so he, so he, he goes into a private room in the White House and does it again. You know, all of this, yeah. all of this is, I know, complicated and I know um, is uh, sent over to me learned friends who no doubt will earn vast sums of money being briefed by the government over this. That's our money, taxpayers' money, incidentally. Why, Rimsky, Yoon can't do the job himself. He's supposed to be a lawyer, apparently. He's a silk, isn't he? he he's a silk. You go to the High Court, but... If he's, he's asleep. It was he, he was asleep, and he, he said, anyway, it's after five o'clock. My working hours don't, don't go on, on to midnight when they're here. Anyway, that's another issue. But the fact of the matter is, what are we really seeing here? Is the authorities in Beijing have quite clearly issued instructions to the minions here. They've said, you know, you've got to really... Uh, we want to see you doing something about this localism business because it's a virus. If it starts in Hong Kong, it could well spread to other places in China. You better get on the job. Don't just sit there. Oi, see why? Wake up. Don't just sit there. You've got to be doing something. So he goes, ooh, doing something. Ooh, right, right, right. Uh, judicial review. Uh, lots of speaking. Uh, stamping up and down. So, yet again, we find that the detached instructions that are coming from Beijing... Oh, incidentally, thank you, Rimsky, for uh, confirming that they did come from Beijing, because he unprompted told everybody that they didn't. When he was half asleep. He was half asleep. No, he actually... It's a dragon. It's it's extraordinary. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's like saying, you know, I I, I didn't cross the road, when actually you did, and you didn't, you know, but you wouldn't mention you didn't cross the road. You you see where I'm going with that. Then, Steve, there's that rumour that's been all over the Chinese press, or quite a lot of it, about um, Grandpa quote unquote not happy with the boss and not happy with the liaison office because this is probably you know it's just what we've heard because uh, they're sparking all this stuff by being divisive and da 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 so that's something else that's doing well, the rounds there's all sorts of stuff going on of course when you have a closed box system and the, the, the terror of these closed box systems is you don't really know all you do know is that they're full of factions right and well, there may well be a faction that got in conflict with another faction, and the faction which is the losing faction is any faction that opposes Xi Jinping. Hmm. So it's possible that people in the liaison office... I really don't claim to know this. No, it's not just... But, no, no, but what I'm saying is it's entirely possible, because there's precedent for it, that, that the people down here have lost the confidence of their bosses up there. Yeah. And once they've lost the confidence of their bosses up there, they get even more frantic down here... And they disappear. ...to prove that they're redder than red before they're sent to Urumuchi for retraining. <laughs> That's right. So... <laughs> can, can we add in the icing on the cake here and turn to one of... Pete Lee sent us an email. Yeah, Pete sent us an email. I mean, you know, anybody who thought any of this was nice and clean and tidy um, might want to consider this. So he says... Um, these foreign forces have a great opportunity to meddle in Hong Kong's affairs. R- remember that everybody who opposed the government Which has ones? been we trained been... and financed by foreign forces. Incidentally, anybody thinking of financing, um, I am available. <laughs> I'm just just saying. Anyway, he says so. It just needs to. It just needs the United Kingdom to say no. Andrew Lung has not been sent his declaration of renunciation or. Andrew Lung still has the right of abode in the, in the UK. Why don't they do it? 
I don't know. Why don't they do but it? But that's exactly. Yeah. It, it could, I mean, it could be. He says, uh, yeah, he yeah, says it's quite nice PS there. He says, Andrew Lung may be regretting taking up his post anyway. Handpicked by the liaison office. His first decision is undermined by CY. Uh, undermined the, is, a, a, is a weasel word. It's not undermined. He's actually issued... A, a, a judicial review of his decision. That's that's a very big time undermining. So you've also got this situation where because everything is conducted, as I say, in this closed box, you don't even know what the situation is with the president of LegCo. What the hell were the people in the LegCo secretariat doing? You know, um, in, a, in another RTH programme, um, which I should shamelessly advertise, called The Pulse, we did an interview last week with Joseph You Wong, mean you're two-timing me? Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's over. I, I know. I'm so, so sorry that slipped out. But the point he made, uh, and he was the um, Secretary for the Civil Service, yeah. is, you know, even if you have a fairly junior civil servant going for a job, and one of the requirements of the job, for example, is you have to have a university degree. He says you can't even sit the exam for the job until you've produced the original copy of the degree. Or, or, or what do they call it? Notarised up notarized, the wazoo. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. So, I mean, what the hell were the LegCo Secretariat doing? When they were looking at the qualifications of the candidates to serve as president of the, of the legislature... They would have cited the basic law, because it's there in black and white, that this person has to prove that they have no right of abode in a foreign uh, country. Why didn't they do that? I mean, it it all seems to be completely bizarre, the way things are being organised. I mean, either they're just slack, entirely possible, not no. all that out. I know there's never been a slack civil servant's civil servant in the history of Hong Kong, but there just might be one, and that person may be residing in the LegCo Secretariat. Secondly, when they were in the position before the president was elected, in, in other words, when the legislators were swearing in, yeah. suddenly they found they had new powers. I mean, they were just supposed to be administering the oaths, not determining the validity of the oaths. They have no standing to do that, but because the bosses he's... had told them, mm. you know, hey, get tough with these guys, they, 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 they took it upon themselves. Remember... There wasn't a president at this stage because no, Andrew Lone hadn't been elected. How times change, Steve, it's so interesting. Joseph Wong you're talking about, right? He was the Sir Humphrey Appleby of the Hong Kong thing. I mean, he was like the boss of the civil service branch, this really high-esteemed thing with civil servants. You know. that, but, you know, but, no, but now he's Robin Hood. It's fantastic. It, I, I know, but, you know, I mean, he was... Uh, um, uh, you know, I don't know, butter him up, but he was known as a sort of straight guy. No, who, I mean, he, who, who, that, was, yeah, that was that was the, the job. Point. Yeah, yeah, but now he's writing was, all these wicked so articles. You, well, exactly. <laughs> so you've got him saying, I don't know what's going on here. And you've got, you know, the Secretary for Justice, or the Attorney General, yeah. whatever you want to call him, used to be a, a, a fairly politically neutral figure yeah. whose main job was making the, you know, making sure that the judiciary was running smoothly. Now you've got Somebody is just a political creep. Bad romance, Lady Gaga on Radio 3. It's Thursday's morning brew, and, and we've got the Parsons' nose of Steve Fines. I um, want to wrap up our topic on... Well, I still don't know how to describe it. Anyway, Pete just gave us a PS to his email. It's quite a good one, this, Steve. He says, Regina Ip said this morning that one of the Youngspiration lawmakers-elect 
only had about 20,000 votes. So it was fine to deny the choice of the electors. On that basis, we could get rid of all of the, quote, rotten borough lawmakers, not to mention 689 himself. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, I mean, 689 had... Oh, that's right, 689 votes. I wonder, Is that why? I'm I wonder kidding. why it's... <laughs> or, or, you know, Andrew Lung, of course, uh, the president of Electrico, he should go because he got no votes whatsoever because, yet again, it was an unelected election. I mean... Actually, Pete's been too logical. He's been too logical. Could you ban him? Ban him. Ban yeah. him. But but just just to top this off, I mean, I think the really really big issue here is is whether after in in sorry I was going to say after in the wake that's the same thing isn't it in the wake of an election you don't like the results and you seek to overturn them not by going back to the electorate that's perfectly legitimate although if you're elected for four years that seems to me to be the period you should serve but if you don't like the results of the election Mm. which clearly the government doesn't to try and say well i tell you what we'll revisit this by by going through the back door and up you know up up the what's it's of of chaps with black coats and funny wigs on and we'll, we'll 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 get a new result that way i mean that is just outrageous by any standards but it's the you norm know, even, here. Can, can i just point out in case anyone has still not got long enough memory even in britain during the height of the violence in northern ireland and these were serious difficult days when people were literally getting blown up in the streets yet voters in northern ireland were still uh, voting for irish republican uh, members of parliament now, even in those circumstances, and they refuse to swear the oath, which mm. is where the parallel is here, uh, because the, it referred to the monarchy, and they said they wouldn't swear an oath of allegiance to the British monarch. I mean, even in those days, the British government never had the temerity to say, well, you know, all right, then, you're, you're no longer we'll elected. Fix, what yeah. they did do, which I don't want to give ideas to the current administration here, but what they did do is say, well, if you don't swear the oath... You can't participate in in the work of the parliament because you know you haven't been sworn as a member. But they they remained MPs for the period during which they were elected. Now mm. it was a very stupid system and it was unsatisfactory. But the one thing that nobody would do because they knew it would create a terrible outcome would be try and strip them of the results of the election. And this is what's, tr- what's being tried in Hong Kong. You know at the beginning I said, and what's happening back at the Batcave, so give me, that, give me your take on this potential DMZ period. Well, if indeed... I mean, this is why the pro-government people are so stupid. If indeed they do force another by-election, I mean, I, I, unless they're completely bonkers and they say, well, we'll just reduce the number of LegCo seats by two. But if they force another by-election, what do you think is going to happen? One of their goons are going to be elected? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I mean, people in Hong Kong are really not stupid, and this is why the government is stupid, because they keep underestimating people's intelligence. They didn't like the antics of those two, but they even more don't like this undemocratic way of unseating an elected legislator. So, you know, boys, bring it on. Have a by-election if you really think you're going to win it. But, hey... I don't think they've got the smallest chance in in wherever it is, hell or 
ledge cut you or say, whatever it's called. You say underestimate the public or whatever phrase you used just then, but what we've seen uh, very often is you get to the stage where it's not a case of underestimate, it's like, we don't really care. Well, do there's it. both. There is indifference, but there's also underestimate. I mean, they really do think people here won't notice. Uh, it's just staggering. You know, half the time they're going, ah, yeah, Hong Kong people, they're only interested in horse racing. And, you know, this, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very insulting to the people of Hong Kong and all those... But they just laugh. They've got a great sense of humour about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, they're like, you know what I'm saying. It's like... If you were C.Y. Long, you'd have to laugh, wouldn't you? <laughs> anyway, let's anyway, move on. Thank, thank, we... Thanks for the emails there, Pete. What do, what do you want to do now? Well, I mean, I, 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 and you're forcing me to do this. Unfortunately, there are other things oh. over which the government may well stand in line for criticism. The big scandal that has been overshadowed by this scandal, of course has been the Wang Chao development, where the government uh, and the Hongi Cook um, didn't did didn't did have meetings at which they didn't did discuss things, but the net result was that all the land illegally occupied by the big rural barons... I love the way everybody being... just skirts over this. Yeah. That's an illegal car... Oh, it's an illegal car park. <sighs> and, and remember what this negotiation is about. Just in case anyone has forgotten... Their objection, the reason they were holding out and the government caved in is they were trying to negotiate a bigger payoff for the loss of their illegal business. The word illegal, I think, has some some relevance here. So, so they're illegally operating car parks and storage plots. Illegally. Illegally, <laughs> on these grounds. And they were trying to squeeze a bigger payment for loss of business. Come on, out ten of the out of ten for effort, Steve. Ten out of ten for result as well, because they they did win. But anyway, so the government, thanks to the efforts mainly of Chu Hoi Dick, has been forced to release some of the papers that were um, uh, the the planning papers that were prepared uh, by the advisers. Mm. And guess what? tells us that they were telling a bunch of porkies because the reasons they've given for not developing these brown sites were all these alleged technical problems. But they weren't well, any- funnily enough, when you actually look at the reports, those, the people, the experts who looked into it, didn't find any of these technical problems. So those they really, technical I mean, problems really released over, these papers? Well, they've, they haven't released all of them, of course. Because but, I mean, there's they no fudge room, is there? There's no fudge room. And they haven't, of course, re- released any of the documents which record the secret um, conversations that were held between government officials and Hong Yi Cook people. But I think the chance of those being released are somewhere close to when hell freezes over. So what now? What now? I think this one's not going to go away. Because this really hits something that Hong Kong people really feel bad about, and that is the housing shortage. So if you feel you are being held to ransom by greedy but powerful people who actually manage to persuade government officials to pay them more and more money for doing an illegal (laughs) business, people are going to be a bit teed off. I really think that uh, Chu Hoi Dick's onto a. Well, very I'm glad good you said him here. again because without him, none of us would be any the wiser. Well, I, think, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, he he's he, he he generously says other people are helping him, but he's certainly been at the head of this. He he has become a bit of a Jason Bourne character he now. Has, you know he what I'm has, saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wanted me? No, <laughs> silly, silly. But you know what? I mean. Uh, 
I think people would possibly thank him for opening the rise to various oh, things. Oh, I think they will. I mean, it's no coincidence in my mind that he got the highest number of votes in the electrical election. Incidentally, Regina, if you're going to if you're going to go down that road of looking back on who voted for who, mm. ooh, ooh, I'd be very careful. That's all I'm saying. What was this thing about the basic law on Hong Kong today this morning? Uh, not the basic law, Article 23. So, oh, well, 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 basically... I was half asleep. Well, <laughs> <I> remember. <laughs> well, well slept in there. Yeah, I did. Um, now, there has been this suggestion that had Article 23, i.e. the anti-subversion law, been enacted, yeah. those two legislators could have been nabbed under that law. Interesting. Uh, Regina, who, who modestly um, didn't mention her role in that when she was interviewed on... Um, at this morning, yeah. <laughs> Went, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, I'll, ha- I'll have to go back and check my papers. Incidentally, there were hundreds of thousands of people on the streets that led to that not being enacted as law if I, in if, Hong Kong. If I could sort of push you to, I mean, there's so much. There's so much going on this week, and it's all it's a web. It's all connected. Yeah. If I could push you to say the one big linchpin, watch this space in in the stuff we've talked about. What what do you think it would be? Would it be Would it be the president's job? Would it be the midnight knock and going down to the lawyer's shop, what do you think it would be? I think the the one thing that hangs over Hong Kong really, really ominously is much more direct intervention coming down from up north because they basically say, ah, fed up with these people.